0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Build Value by Choice. I am your host, Nana Bonsu. I'm the president and CEO of Infinite Horizons Incorporated. We help business owners with their long-term strategy planning for their business so they can increase the value of their business. Our website is www.infinitehorizons.com. Go ahead, check out the website and book an appointment to see how we may be able to help you. Also, please don't forget to leave us a review or rating and subscribe to our podcast and share with friends and family who may find this useful. As part of our one-year anniversary that's coming up, we're looking to be giving away some gifts and and prizes. So go ahead and once you subscribe, send a screenshot to info at infhorizons.com. Info at infhorizons.com. Finally, we're giving a free webinar this week on Thursday. So go ahead and sign up. It's going to be, The link is going to be in the show notes. And uh, we'd love to have you there to learn more about some of the topics that we discuss on this show and uh, how that can help you get ahead. Every week on this podcast, as you know, we bring different topics that are of interest to business owners, and this week is no different. Our guest today is Aaron Lewin. Oren is a self-concept change facilitator out of British Columbia, Canada. He helps frustrated and overwhelmed entrepreneurs and business owners understand how they create their beliefs and emotions, so they can change them to increase their results. His expertise lies in the field of personal development, faith and work, neuro programming, and emotional intelligence. Welcome to the show, Ari. Thanks, Nana, I'm glad to be here. All right, what does personal development uh, mean to you and why is it important for business owners to invest in personal development?
1: Um, as I say often to, to business owners is that the business is made up of its people right and so if you want to improve the business starting at the root start improving the people and as the people function better as they their productivity improves their morale improves their ability to connect with others improves um, the business is naturally going to improve and so personal development i think is really is really the root of, of growth that's going to help uh, a business grow really from the inside out.
0: Now, a lot of times, business owners are like, well, I paid this person the money, I pay employees a salary or a commission so they can produce. Why do I need to worry about what's going on internally with them? Don't, isn't that enough incentive or motivation
1: for them to do the job that needs to be done? Well, um, that's, I mean, there's, there's a half truth there. I mean, if you pay people, they, they generally will do work that you pay them for but they're not going to give you their best. They're not going to give you their best. And, and there, there's not going to be any loyalty there. And so this is why the field of, of leadership is so important, is the ability to really connect with people and to cast a vision and to help people, who your employees, to really give their best, to inspire loyalty, to build an environment of trust. And that's going to be extremely important to any business that wants to function well Um, in the short term and especially in the long term so
0: then let's uh, talk about this whole concept of uh, self-concept what is exactly self-concept and how does a self-concept change uh, facilitate or help with that
1: yeah yeah Um, so your self-concept is essentially how you think about yourself your concepts that you have of yourself and this is made up of the the conglomeration of your different beliefs that you have about yourself it may sound a little bit ethereal or out there but essentially i'm a problem solver i'm a problem solver for issues regarding motivation uh a lack of self-confidence or or living fully engaged um usually the these things are indicators that hey there's something under the surface for for us to look at to really help you know improve that productivity and to improve that motivation
0: and how do you know if you need a self-concept uh, facilitator to help you improve your self-concept
1: yeah good question Nana. um if someone is is not um you could say not being their best self right if, if you know so myself before i worked with self-concept there was a lot of fear of failure there was a lot of I would attempt things, but I wouldn't really give a hundred percent. There was a lack of performance and a lack of productivity, not because the desire wasn't there, but just because these things in the subconscious mind weren't figured out. And I didn't have this healthy self-belief. So I, so I wasn't moving congruently in line with my goals. And so who I look for is people that have, you know, stress and overwhelm and uh, a frustration in how they're approaching life, how they're showing up. And these hey, I'd say these are flags, these are indicators that, oh, there's something on under the surface. Let's get that sorted out so that you can function well, so that you can be, you know, who you are supposed to be and, and living in line with your potential.
0: And what do you think are some of the biggest challenges um, people face when it comes to changing their self-concept?
1: I think the biggest challenge is that, you know, self-concept or the work that I do so much of it is, is underground. It's under the surface, right? Uh, so the fancy term is, uh, is the subconscious that's often used. But really, what that just means is, hey, it's that part of us that we're not aware of. And so that obviously is a problem, because you can't fix that which you don't know. And so if someone can easily live for years and years i lived for years and years with these these challenges but had no idea what the problem was or what the solution would be and so this definitely is a is a big problem because lots of people out there many you know business owners as well as employees as well as just everyone who are uh, have these difficulties but there's there's no awareness Of what's actually going on underneath the surface.
0: Why do you think business owners and entrepreneurs in general feel uh, a lot of times uh,
1: frustrated and overwhelmed? Yeah. Well, for one, business owners and entrepreneurs uh, have a tendency to to really put their life into their work, right? And and I've been there, right? Working 16 hours a day, working 18 hours a day. And and that's not sustainable, right? That's obviously gonna wear you down (laughs) emotionally. And, and so that's, that's definitely a problem. Um, and so where I come in is helping a person to say, okay, let's pay attention to what's going on with those emotions when you're frustrated and overwhelmed, instead of letting that, um, lead to just a, uh, sitting there in your anger and a stagnation or a fear of what's going to happen in the future. Let's actually look, let's actually be intentional with those things, because every time you're, you're, you're feeling something, there's a message there. There's a message there. And to be able to live intelligently with your mind and, and then also live intelligently with your emotions really creates that better wholeness and the greater intelligence that you can approach life and business from.
0: Now, are these emotions somehow tied to their beliefs about themselves and their business? And if so, how can they change that?
1: Your beliefs are are essentially, um, Stephen Covey talked about our beliefs are like our paradigms. And if you want to make incremental change, he said, change your behavior. But if you want to make quantum change, change your paradigms, change the way that you're looking at things. So so for example, if I'm attempting a a task, if I'm attempting to, uh, just as a sales, from a salesperson and get on the call and call a few people and anyone who's in sales know that your your fail rate is going to be huge right and so how a person interprets that is going to affect how they're feeling about the situation right if if you're making five call five calls and you don't get any response and the result of that is you start thinking wow this is i must be i must be a failure you're you're putting that onto your identity well, the result of that is you're not going to be there for very long. But if instead failure is, a learn, is seen as a learning opportunity, say, hey, okay, how can I improve? What am I doing here? How can I improve this conversation, building the rapport, uh, presenting the product as a, as a solution to my prospect's problems? Well, then suddenly this person's response to failure is going to result in very different thoughts and different feelings.
0: And so it's yeah. the same.
1: Does that make well, sense?
0: Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Now, what, where is the situation once they find out, hey, how can I improve? Let's just say now they've started asking the right question about how to change it. They start empowering themselves, taking the ownership of the situation. A lot of times, sometimes, especially for owners and entrepreneurs, they feel like they can, you know, they can do it by themselves. They're comfortable, at risk, among other things. How do you think that mm-hmm. may hold them back? And what, how do we you know, incentivize people to you know, reach out to a third party? right? Who may be familiar with their, what they're going through in a way in which they don't feel like they're disempowered or they're, they're becoming weak
1: by reaching out for help. Right, right. Well, like every B2B business, there, there's an understanding that, hey, I am not an expert in everything, and, and, and I don't know what I don't know. And so in order for me to build my business well, I need to be able to, to hire other services and to outsource and to improve so you want to improve your marketing you you hire a marketing uh, a firm you want to improve in you know your finances and your accounting while well, you hire a cpa right but if you want to improve mindset and really work on that productivity well that's an area where i can come in and say hey let's work on this so that so that i you can in a sense outsource your thinking to me so i can help you to really Process this side of things to improve the human side of your work.
0: Great. So, what are some of the personal consequences that can happen uh, to owners and, and entrepreneurs, and even employees, if a business, for instance, expands too quickly than they have the infrastructure for, or they just prematurely? What are, What What are some of the consequences that can happen?
1: So essentially, so business growth um, is a little bit out of my lane. I would I would hire a business coach for that. Yeah. But essentially from the mindset side of things, if a person's if a business is growing rapidly and expanding, then it's important to get that, that self-confidence and that really mental and emotional agility really down pat. So a person would be able to stay outside their comfort zone and adapt to the situation and respond uh, well to the challenges of growth. And okay, more employees are coming on. We have to create more systems and we might have to change the way that we're doing things, that's gonna re- need a, uh, a strong mindset and a strong sense of, uh, of confidence and agility to be able to respond to those challenges.
0: Now, uh, yeah, I wanna to pivot to like um, this concept of transition out of your business. Right now we're in a situation, where a lot of baby boomers are you know, approaching uh, either retirement or they're looking to transition their business to their kids or to their management or employees. Mm-hmm. But some of them have difficulty with what they're going to do life after their business, or even if they're in the business, as say a chairman, but they're not active in the day to day run of the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of owners grapple with that because they are, like you mentioned earlier, their purpose has been and their identity has been tied into the business for so long. Mm-hmm. What are some of the uh, things that you do that help with owners grappling with that situation?
1: Yeah. Well, one of the first things that I do when I'm working with people is really identifying those values uh your highest values and values values really mean what are your desires what's the life that would make you happy and so if you when we identify your your unique compilation of values well then however it's being lived out um you know um well then it's important to help design a life that's in line with those values, whether it's within the business or outside the business, say your highest values are service, joy, or connection with other people, right? So maybe a person has been living in the business doing that for two decades. And then if they're going to transition out of their business, well, it's a, it's a question of saying, Hey, how are you going to continue to connect and continue to live out and pursue your values? outside your business because that's going to help a person to transition still with that sense of identity still with that sense that hey they're still giving themselves that, something that's important
0: how uh, what are some of the things you think um, owners can do to better communicate their expectations to their employees based on you know their uh, their self-concept their belief system there's a certain expectation that they have for what your business is supposed to look like or operate and a lot of times there may be a mismatch between what the employee thinks they're, they're uh, expected to do versus what the owner expects and there's the gap. So how can an owner who's, you know, maybe if, you ha- if you've helped an owner, uh, when you help an owner deal with your self-concept and let's just improve your self-concept, how does that translate into better communicating uh, the expectations uh, for whatever
1: role the employee is in to them? Right, right. Yes. So that does go. That goes right back to values as well, because a person's values really are going to define their culture. Um, because your actions show what you really value. And so maybe a business owner would wants to take a good hard look at, hey, what are the things that I'm doing? Is this really the culture that I want to produce? You know, maybe they say I value. You know uh valuing my employees or integrity but what it really comes down to it sometimes a business will take shortcut in those things and so they need to have a hard look and say okay what is the culture that i'm trying to create and that's going to be based on those values individually for the business owner or if he has a leadership team and works out with that leadership team hey what are the the values of of our of each member of our leadership team and then how are we then going to define what we want this business culture to look like and so when you do that you have a pretty good understanding of of this is the culture that we want to create and then it's just a matter of putting those into words of not putting them on a piece of paper and assuming that well now it's communicated because it's on a piece of paper but it takes a lot of intentionality for an individual or a business to really align with those values and so it takes a lot of communication and saying okay what are the activities. That we're going to do that are going to show our values. How are we going to continually communicate to our employees? You know, these are the things that we value. Are there any
0: daily routines um, that you recommend for people to stay motivated throughout the course of the
1: day? To stay motivated, motivation. This is this is great. This is great uh, because all these questions do come back to the same place. And values again, what are important to you? If you're doing what's important to you, Nana, you're going to be motivated. Right. And so, again, it goes back to values when a person understands what what are those things that's most important to you and then just tie that into your daily activities well, then motivation shoots through the roof. Awesome. Awesome.
0: Um, what advice would you give to uh, business owners about, you know, just emotional intelligence and uh,
1: self-concept in general? Yeah. So with emotional intelligence, um, the, the importance of emotional intelligence is because it, it, it helps a person to, to improve their own performance and self-awareness and self-regulation, and also to be able to connect well with others because people are emotional beings, right? We, we talk in sales that people buy based on emotion. And so as a business owner, to be able to communicate with your employees well is to be able to sell the vision. Is extremely important. Extremely important, and step one for that is self awareness. It's just stopping. If you want to grow in self awareness, I'd say step one is to is to have times to pause and reflect. And and so I I journal, um, and so just stopping and saying, hey, what are the things that I'm thinking and feeling, and what does that mean moving forward? Because oftentimes when you're when you're feeling something, you might not really have comprehended or, or have really thought through or processed it and sometimes like one little sense that hey there's something going on here I don't trust this person well maybe stop and say hey why don't I trust them what's going on and maybe oh maybe it's my problem something I need to deal with and change or maybe I've actually noticed something subconsciously but haven't paid attention to it that this person has shown that they are in fact untrustworthy And so to be able to really just pay attention to those emotions is extremely important. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us today.
0: Uh, How can people get in contact with you if they want to follow up with you and and have a
1: conversation? Yeah, thanks, Nana. Uh, My website is lionheartleadership.ca. And what I have, I I put on monthly a a webinar for people to understand um, how to overcome inner resistance overcome inner difficulties and it's a great webinar i put it on monthly you can find it at lionheartleadership.ca forward slash webinar and i hope to see you there wonderful we're going to have that information also in the show notes
0: for people that may be driving and listening at the same time so uh, you can access it when you get a chance well again that's it for this week again check out the show notes and go ahead and leave us a review and a rating and we look forward to seeing you next week bye for now